of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, I've got hip-hop artist, MC, producer. Uh, his new project, Rothstein, is out streaming everywhere. It's really, really great tape. Uh, you should all listen to it. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, it's the ritual is your, uh, that's your, Label, right? Yeah, yeah. Ritual Media. Ritual Media. He's the owner and operator of. Um, he's released the Rich Tapes in the past, and I'm excited to talk to him all about his art stream why he does what he does. So, Rich P, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, man. You bet, man. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Uh, woke up a little late this morning, you know, but had a long night last night. Did just you, you know working uh making some beats with this new ableton push that i just got oh, so. that, awesome yeah what yeah how late were you up last night probably about two thirty-three. oh shit so, yeah damn yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah for sure man well i mean when you're just so immersed in in the craft of what you love. You it's know? like you look at the clock and then it's damn two thirty. Like you, yeah. you, you lose track of time when you're doing stuff like that. It becomes time and like sleep becomes so secondary, you know. But with yeah. good reason. <laughs> yeah. With good reason. Yeah, I was up until I don't really go out much at all these days unless I'm like covering shows. But I went okay. out for a friend's birthday last night. We went to Landmark, drank a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we partied a little bit last night, um, so I slept in a little bit, a little extra myself. But I'm excited to, yeah, man, hear about everything that's going into your work. So what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear through our passionate and creative minds. Okay. First time I saw Rich P, or at least first time we met was Valentine's Day at Cactus Club. Yeah, uh, it was that little showcase. Yeah, it was like the J Sweetheart Friday. Sweetheart Friday, that yeah. was it. Uh, J Love and Trey and uh, a couple other artists. Uh, it was a long time I think ago. Think D Rose. D Rose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was like that was actually my first time at Cactus Club. Really? And I go there so much now. That was the <laughs> first time I'd ever been there, actually. Um, but man, I. I, I love Cactus Club because it caters so well to so many different audiences and crowds mm -hmm. and styles of music. Like, whatever the show is, like, they platform great shows there. I agree. I am a huge uh, advocate for Cactus Club because they, you know, they allowed me to, you know, come in there and be able to flourish as a, you know, a show creator. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, with, with Sweetheart Friday, um, I was looking for an idea to do something for Valentine's Day, but I didn't want to do a Rich P show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that was a good idea um, for the Sweetheart. That, wait, I think it was Sweetheart Saturday. It's Friday or Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember we had a situation where we had to change the day, but okay. it was still it was still really dope, man. Yeah. 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 No, it was. Um, yeah, it was a. 
really, really great time. And, um, you know, Kelsey, she's mm-hmm. she's the best. Kelsey's mm-hmm. one of the best people in the city in terms of the music scene, for sure. Um, she's super good people. Man. Yeah, yeah. We love you, Kelsey. I give Kelsey, the two people I think I shout out most on this show are Kelsey and Genesis Renji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get I tag them in so many of my videos, so I hope they watch them. <laughs> I mean they're inspiring people. Yeah. Um also uh I shall um you yeah. had her on the show at one point. She has really I give her a major shout out too. She has really helped me um become a better business person when yeah. you come to this shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Shout out to Aisha. Shout out to Ashari Artist yeah. Management. Yeah. Yes. Because Aisha is like you, like you don't even have to be a musician in order for Aisha to really help you a ton with your brand. Because mm-hmm. she did that for me like she gave me some really really great tips about how I'm branding myself that you know it's kind of like an aha moment yeah. where you're like, why the fuck didn't I think of that before when it's right in front of you and it's actually quite simple. Um, but she just, she chuckles and she, you know, she, she, she thinks it's funny, you know, when people, you know, realize something that's right in front of them and, and it's great, you know? So yeah, Ishell deserves a ton of love uh, from the city and just from the world because She's she's lovely. Um, so, yeah, man. So, uh, so I know that you uh, you have a really extensive background in this scene. Um, I know that you've done uh, a lot of different. Uh, you've ex- you've done a lot of different mediums of mm-hmm. of of the craft. Uh, this is your first interview in damn near three years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it's my it's my honor to. to you know, bring you back into the spotlight, and uh, man, I just gotta, I guess, um, you know, I was reading a bit of your story on your Facebook page, but I'd love to just kind of hear from yourself, just I guess like, you know, growing up, like how you would describe music as a creative outlet for yourself. Um, well, I started uh, initially making beats. Um, my best friend, uh, from elementary one day just brought FL Studio over to the house and we started making beats and that was one way that I knew I wanted to do music I had fun doing it that way but I always had a love for music like as a kid I would be running around I, I wouldn't go nowhere without my records like, mm. I mean I could be going to the store and with my parents, I would have to take at least two or three of my records with me, you know what I mean? And, um, that was just something that I always loved, and it, it just made me feel some kind of way. Even as a child, like, music made me elicit certain emotions, you know what I'm saying? And once I started uh, producing at like 12, I believe I was about 12 or 13 years old, um, that's when it all really started to shine through all of my different influences and things like that. Um, but being a creator, like now and seeing the way that all of my musical influences have like come through in my production and like my lyrical delivery and things like that. It's just, I like to, I feel like music should have a message. Um, 
there is a message in music now, but it is conveyed very surfacely. You know, mm -hmm. it's like do drugs, kill, right. you know, fuck, whatever. It's a little, a lot of materialism. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the music I used to listen to as a kid wasn't like that. It was always something like uh, some storytelling or something deeper. You know, definitely some empowerment for mm -hmm. sure. Or you know, this is what. This is what I deal with. This is my story. This is like, you know, what my, where I grew up. Like, this is, these are the realities of it. And, uh, you know, people need to understand, you know, that not everyone has like the most glorious uh, way of upbringing or home life or whatever it is. And that's, yeah, like that's, that's what in a lot of different kinds of music, like that's, you know, reality, harsh realities of like personal issues, mm. you know, are reflected in music and that it builds entire communities around it, you know? And that could be, um, cause my father was also a huge music fan or is, he used to listen to a lot of blues. So, you know, I mean, I met BB King when I was like five. Nice. So listening to the blues, like, you know, damn near no blues song is happy. You know what I'm saying? It's right, called yeah. the blues for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, a lot of that is also inflected, you know, in the way that I approach the music. Mm -hmm. But there was a point in time where I almost wanted to uh, do something different, which I am still doing some writing stuff, but I just can't. I can't leave the music alone, man. It's like, it's in me, you know? Yeah, right. You live and breathe it, you know? You were up late last night doing it. So, you know, case in point. <laughs> um, so it kind of just, you know, tell its own story from there? No, um, a little bit before that, uh, I would listen to a lot of, like, Tupac and stuff like that, and... I would rewrite their rhymes on paper and like, you know, rapping and stuff like that. So around, all around that time is when it, it just came to me that when I was doing that, I was happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was never really a popular kid, but doing that also, you know, brought certain people around me mm -hmm. that also had a passion for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, my best friend, shout out to Chef Curry. Like, Chef Curry. I don't know. I mean, I wonder if you would have never brought, if you would never brought that over there, like, would I be, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the story from there just went from us goofing around and just blah, 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 on, yeah. you know, over the beats and stuff yeah, like that. Right. And then eventually formed into actually making some crafted songs, you know. Mm -hmm. um, my first song I ever made was called Introducing. Uh, I think that was in like, I was probably in high school. Okay, sure. Years old. But, I mean, the story from then is just like, I always made beats, wrote songs to them, put some stuff out. I went to tech. Um, I was Tech 05, and majority of the people that knew me at Tech knew me for rapping and stuff like mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just a passion that 
I can never let go. And I love to do it, love to experience and do different kind of things with the music too. You know, not just rap. Yeah, it's like how how would you describe like the comfort you felt oh, that like, you were receiving from doing that? I would describe it as um, I don't know, like like last night, just losing time. You know, it's something that it's it's just it was the height of enjoyment. It almost felt like playing the video game a mm-hmm. little bit. You know yeah, how you yeah. escape? Yeah, it felt like. An escape, not that like I, my life was horrible or anything like that, but it just felt like something that, like creating something out of nothing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. And it just put me in that spot, like, like an alchemist almost. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love that phrase actually. We're making something out of nothing. Yeah. I like to describe any creative as doing that. You know, because you really truly are. Yeah. You're taking your life your personal, like, subjective life experiences and your perceptions of reality, and you're taking that and applying them, piecing them together in a unique way that's totally unique to you. I, and then, yeah. then you have this physical product right yeah. here, you know, like that. Yeah, and then you go on and share that with the world, and there you go. Now people are taking... People are taking their own meanings from what you created, you know? And that, that is it, you know, um, I got, when I got a little older is when I started to realize, like, to actually think I wanted to add value, you know, when I first started doing the music, I wasn't really thinking on that level, like, oh, let's add value to the, to the scene and everything like that, but I didn't really even get out here until I was about, shit, like, 24, 25. So I had been doing music almost 10 years before I even got into the local scene. Sure, you know what I'm saying? But that is when I decided where it was like, man, I want to be able to add value to to our Milwaukee music scene. Because even at that time it was a lot of it was a lot of people doing stuff and I felt like, dude, why aren't these people why ain't these people on right now? Yeah. We Milwaukee has been a melting pot for talent and individuality and music for a very long time. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah, that most definitely is. Yeah, and it's the best it's ever been, but it could still, it has so much room for growth. Um, I like the the video game analogy too, because like, because I played a ton of video games growing up, like there was like, all I immersed myself into as a kid, pretty much, and it's like, yeah, I remember, like, my mom used to, like, cap how much time I could spend, like, on the PS2, on the Xbox, <laughs> like, she would tell me, like, you know, you have two hours, or, you know, you have, like, you know, that turned into you have a half hour left, you have ten more minutes, and it's like, I would just lose so much track of time, and it's like every time I lost, I would just be like, no, I gotta try one more time to beat it. One more time, one more time. That turned into, no, I'm not going to bed until I beat this fucking game. And like, you know, you just, you just don't give a fuck how late it's, how long it's taking. It's like, no, I just gotta get it right. You know, otherwise I'm gonna stress myself out. I'm not gonna be able to sleep well, or like I'm gonna have to wake up and just go right back onto it until I beat. It's like, 
Yeah, like I, you you just keep hitting re reset, retry, replay until you get it just right. Yep. And it, because your mind just needs that that closure, you know, that you can just you completed it or you did it, and now you just got and that you move can move forward. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Luckily, I mean, I don't play video games anymore. It's been a long time since I've like really like actually like spent time on a video game. Uh, probably with good reason, but mm. but you know the same can go with uh, you know when I'm writing a breaking and entering article. If something doesn't sound right, if I if this sentence just like semantically doesn't make sense, or you know if like the grammar's just like not quite there, or you know I feel like there's something missing, so I need to add like do a little more research on yeah. this artist and add a couple like things that I found about them on my own to add to this article, like, you know, I'm, it, I'm not going to publish it until it's there, you know? I'm the same, oh man, I'm the same way. I, I just made a post not too long ago uh, saying that um, the first version of your song or verse that you write shouldn't be the final one. Like, right. you yeah. should always be doing some kind of revision, either oh, yeah. during the writing or, well, not usually during the writing because... You want to just let it all come out, but then once it's done, now go back to it with a fresh pair of eyes and see mm -hmm. what you did there. Yeah. And I'm literally the same way how you are with writing re reviews or whatever. Oh yeah. That's how I am with like with my verses. If yeah. you know, it's just certain words or certain ways you say things. It's just like you could say it better or yeah. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the, you know. That's why when we were taught in English class growing up in school, it's like why everything you got to proofread it. You, uh, that's why you submit a rough draft and then, you know, your teacher looks it over says you could do this, this, this better, but this is good. And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to go back through this and, uh, fix it and make it perfect. Um, and, yeah, it's a it's a useful skill to have in whatever it is in whatever uh, you know uh, experiment you're uh, doing with uh, words and and uh, storytelling and or just you know reflecting the feelings you got. It's it, you, you your first your first attempt is never going to be your final. I I 100% agree. I've learned that for sure. Yeah, you know. Um, so, so you said it took about ten years for you to like get out into the local scene, as in like performing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my first, my first performance actually was not planned. Um, my cousin, um, he does videos, uh, BTS uh, Media, I believe it is. Um, they one day he came by the house and uh, me and my cousin we were working on some music and I was making a beat um, I want to say I was probably about like 19 okay. when this happened um, he came over while I was making a beat and uh, he liked the beat and he had you know he knew a few people out here that could get us could get a show done mm -hmm. so long story short they ended up uh, we all ended up doing the record and I put a verse on there. 
It was a record called Money and Pounds. Okay. So uh, they ended up performing this record. Like my verse was at the end, and then when <laughs> when that part came on, it just gave me the microphone. Like start rapping, start rapping, little cuz. <laughs> so like I started rapping, and the feeling I got after that, it was just like you know what. This is it. This is like I I can't explain it. Like I didn't get stage fright or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It almost came naturally. Right. So after that, I was just like, all right, well this is it, you know what I mean? And around that time, I was working on my first project, um, the hiatus Rich Tape Volume 1. Um and I started doing a couple shows mm -hmm. for that, and then I did a release party for that, you know, and you know, the rest is history. Like, it's just, like I said, I felt like it was meant after that. Yeah. Shout out the book, man. Shout out the book. Yeah. For putting me on the, putting me on the spot like that. <laughs> That's what it takes. Yeah. You gotta, you need someone or some, something to just kind of put you out there and be like, okay, yeah. do your fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's that's where you finally, uh, that's where you find it and you're like, holy shit, I'm so glad I had somebody that saw that potential in me because it set me on this quest, on this path, on this, you know, this journey of, of searching for it. Or, but it's like, but it's like you found it, and now it's like you. But you continue pursuing it, you know, because mm -hmm. it's continuing to, you know, the the joy that and the fulfillment you get from uh, pursuing it, you know, it's just endless, and you're always, you know, you're always going to be doing it. That's kind of what you were saying before. You're, you know, you can't leave. The, you're never going to leave the music alone. I can't, man. As a matter of fact, uh, fact check. I was not 19. I was 22. Okay, um, yeah. sure. Yeah, got you. <laughs> Think about sure. that, like, damn, nigga, you wanna... do the math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. How old is you again? Mm -hmm. Sure, totally, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you dropped the the rich tapes. Uh, you know. Yeah, I did. Uh, rich tape volume one. Um, that was like 2010. Mm -hmm. um, then I did the rich tape volume two. I actually have quite a few projects uh i got okay wait those two then i put out two instrumentals uh two instrumental albums a beat tape um, two mixtapes but on the surface my actual projects right now are rich tape one volume two sure, and yeah. rothstein got so. you yeah yeah so so rothstein uh your tape that just came out this year mm -hmm. um Really, really good stuff, man. I love uh, Ration. Mm -hmm. That's a really good song, man. Yeah. You know what? That's that's a lot of people's uh, favorite joint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people like that. One. I don't know what you were, uh, you know, what zone you were in when you made that that production. Was it? Did you make that beat? Or? No, that's came one on that. Oh. Came one, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Shout out to came one yeah. on that on that. Uh, 
on that song because that's oh man that's I, so ill ain't it? it it is also pressure too i like pressure the the singing mm-hmm. on that d rose d rose yeah that's came too came two. well came one came <laughs> <laughs> man get get the joke yeah anyway um, yeah so tell me about like why you wanted to put this project out like what this project meant to you and just like you know what yeah, I guess kind of just the story behind the process. Um, it was about three years in the making. Um, within the time of creating the project, I um, went through I went through a pretty pretty dark time, like losing a bunch of my family members, including you know my sisters and my mother, my aunties. Mm-hmm. So. It was one of those things where I felt instead of, you know, holding it all in, I had to find an outlet, you know, for that pain. Yeah. So what I did was I started working like on music literally every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just to have something to do. And, um, Within the time of the three years, I put out a project, uh, Free Tape 2. I don't know if you heard that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, But I kind of, you know, shelved it, took it back and shelved it. And then um, I was building more awareness, showing up on the scene and being more active within my scene before I put out another project because I had seen that after the last project I put out, um, I wouldn't say it fell on deaf ears, people heard it, but it didn't get the reaction that I wanted it to receive, of course. for sure. But, um, so what I did was I reached out to what I would consider some of the best producers that I've heard in the city came one being one of them, and some of my dearest friends doing music and I made about 25 records and then you know I pulled the best 10 and then uh, what I wanted to do with this project and one of the reasons I called it Rothstein I have a song on there called Elite where they talk about mastery right and what is it the 10,000 hour rule and it's just another word for mastery to me. Yeah. Like I feel like I have mastered much of what, like, the way that I do music, mm-hmm. you know, and my style of music. And mm-hmm. that's what I wanted Rothstein to embody. Like, here is, in my opinion, my best body of work to date. This is me at an elite level of where I am now. I know I can always get higher, but... I feel like I have reached a certain level with the way that I create, and that's what I wanted to embody with with Rothstein. Mm-hmm. So now I'm starting over again. Like now yeah. we're gonna learn something new. Now we doing, now we doing instruments and yeah. shit. You know, for the next stuff. Uh, oh, oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, I actually put out an instrument um, album uh, with me playing uh, pianos and guitars oh, and all that stuff awesome. before. So yeah, who was everyone? 
Uh, so you worked with Came One, D Rose. Who else did you work with on this project? Um, I worked with my with my dude Eight Hundred Eight Zan. Um, oh, we went to Zan. Tech, we went to Tech together too. Uh, we did um, the Hundred Yards record and the By Now record. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I got D Rose, Cardiac the Pulse on there, um, Class M on Ration. Uh, my boy AG the Gift on From the Ghetto and uh, New Gas, which I produced both of those. Um, who else we got on there? Trey. Yeah, we got Trey and LR on there um, nice. for the In the Way record. Um, Serious Beats produced that one. Um, yeah. Very collaborative tape. Yeah. Yeah. And them are them are really the people I work with the like the closest actually. Sure. So, you know, I I look to I, there's a lot of artists that I want to work with, a lot of people that I know personally that I want to work with, but you know, it's all about like the timing and the schedule and stuff like that, you know. Oh yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of people, you know, you'll have, you know, on your on your radar mm-hmm. that you want to work with at some point, but it has to just kind of make sense, you know, you can't work with everyone right away. It'll, in the same way, I want to interview like this entire city, pretty yeah. much, you know, like, I got to... looking at your page, man, you're doing damn good. Thanks. Yeah, but there's still so much I want yeah. to do, and I, you know, it's just, I can't, there's only so many hours of the day, you know, I got to work, I have yeah. a job, I have to make money, you know, I have to devote time to my friends, to myself, to my family, like, it's, you know, you, you, you gotta, you know, it really, like, kind of has to, like, play out, you can't, you can't swallow the world whole, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, dude, tell me what you're working on now, you know, what's in the chamber for you? Um, right now we are, um, we just put out the new gas video um, from Rothstein. That's the latest single. Or um, right now we are basically working on little mini movies for the other videos and stuff like that. Um, I'm writing my first short film. Word right okay. Uh, and then um, what else we got coming? Well, we producing and stuff building up for you know future projects yeah and everything like that um we prepping for uh cardiac the pulses release uh royal ambition mm-hmm. we prepping for that um, and, but as far as you know anything else we're going to be pushing rothstein we, we pushing rothstein until until we can get it to a place where it's like, oh, that Rothstein, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going to just continue to, you know, market that and, you know, I don't know which uh, video is coming next, but Ration is definitely on the list. God, that, dude, that song hits. That song is a fucking slap, dude, I love it. That's what's um, up. Yeah, man. Um, so... You're writing a short film. I didn't know that you were into that kind of stuff. Tell me about what... Oh, man. I love film. That is my... That is literally the second thing. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. That's the other yeah for form sure. of media that I'm a huge movie guy myself. Yeah, like that is my that's my jam right there. Um, but yeah, um, right now uh, a small synopsis is basically this kid has a uh, Bluetooth speaker that uh, talks, mm. um, but you know it's not literally a voice in the speaker, you know what I'm saying? It's some something other. Yeah. Maybe it's consciousness, who knows what it is. But uh nice. it's just a little short film, you know. Um I'm just going through the revision right now cuz cuz what I do like I watch movies like now writing one and and or a short and then you watch your favorite movies and you see how certain emotions and things are conveyed mm -hmm. with just not saying anything in the scene yeah yeah you know what I mean I totally. feel like that almost conveys more emotion than oh, yeah. the character just saying everything you know oh yeah for sure but yeah but totally um, who are some favorite filmmakers um oh right out the gate Martin Scorsese is uh mm. like right he is probably in top three for me. Uh, we got Martin. I like uh, Denis Villeneuve, the guy okay. that made Arrival and Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Arrival's a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, you see, he, you ever seen Prisoners? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prisoners. Yeah, was, that's a great movie. Yeah, he did that one, too. Fuck, yeah. Um, who else? Uh, I like... I like some of Quentin Tarantino's movies. Um, I would say he's one of the directors out there that is pretty consistent with like his track record is yeah. pretty solid. They're entertaining movies for sure. Mm -hmm. I think the the kind of like the cliche movie that people always think of think to say when they think they're really into movies, but <laughs> there's far more um, substantial movies. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love his. Like I love, you know. Django is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Glorious Bastards is a great film. Those are my two top ones from him, actually. Yes. Yeah, Glorious and um, and Django. I feel like the tension that he built in Inglorious Bastards was just. I don't know if I don't think he's. I don't know. Well, besides, like a lot of people like Pulp Fiction. I think Pulp Fiction is really entertaining. But like Inglorious for me is just like one of those movies where I was like, you know what I mean? You want to know what the fuck is gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. Like his movies are great, but you know, there's plenty of other directors that also make really, really good movies that don't get nearly like the the spotlight that his movies do. I feel like, um, yeah, Scorsese is great. Um, you know, I love Wolf of Wall Street. I mm -hmm. people will like, you know. Be like, oh, like, you know, of course, like, any guy likes that movie. But, dude, it's a really, really entertaining <laughs> movie. Um, for sure. I, uh, yeah, I'm really into, um, I've been trying to get more into, like, actual, like, director. Like, looking at a director's more as I consume cinema, like. That's, that's how I do it. If It depends on who directed it and who wrote it, you know. Yeah. I like David Lynch a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. He made Twin Peaks and Blue Velvet and all that. Uh, he's one of my favorites. Um, I like Harmony Corinne. Uh, he made Kids. 
Um, he made Spring Breakers and like this really weird like you know edgy movies about like you troubled youth okay. stuff like that. I actually never saw those movies. What's his name? Harmony. Harmony Corinne. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, check some of those out. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, he made uh. Wait, kids, kids. It's from the nineties. Yeah, okay, I did see kids. Yeah, I did see that one. That was a good ass movie. I like nineties, like, I like cult nineties movies especially. Like, dude, like I I could watch three four movies in a row. And to stay totally engaged, not get bored. I love film, man. Yeah, that's, that's why like, I want to get into it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome that you're... Uh, will this be your first uh, short film you write? First ever. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, dude, good for you, man. Like, that's, that's awesome to be exploring, like, what it takes to, you know, write a motion picture. Like, I'm excited to see where that will continue... You know, uh, expanding creative horizons for you. Yeah, and I another. I think it could like you know even just help my writing better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're kind of getting started with it with the videos that we putting out, um, like recreating scenes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And making yeah. them our own, like what we did with New Gas. We took Friday, and you know, kind of just. Inverted it just a little bit, you know, switch the characters, switch the motivations, you know, things like that. So that's, that's kind of what we're working on, just trying to get our foot in the door with it, you know. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Good shit, man. Um, so last thing I wanted to ask you, so you've been in the scene for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you've, uh, you've grown up with uh, the scene and, you know, you've uh, partaken in... Um, you know, you collab with a lot of people and everything. Like, I'm curious, like, what your thoughts are. You know, what would you say, like, kind of advice you would give, you know, things you would say to young folks that are trying to infiltrate the scene, trying to, like, get a hold and, like, you know, becoming a creative out here? And, like, you know, what, what, what are, like, encouraging words you would have to say to anybody, like, trying to, like, get their start out here? Um... I would say um, stay creative, don't overthink, um, know when you're overthinking, uh, when you know you get to a certain point and you're not even, you're not producing anything, you're, you're steady thinking about it. Um, stay creative once again and don't take, don't take things personally, like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I see a lot of artists out there taking everything outside of their control personally. And um, I, I think that is a problem as far as, you know, you moving forward. So, you know, you, you come off a certain way when you take things personally. You, you walk around with a chip on your shoulder. And really... Yeah, they're not, they're not thinking about you, man. You know, you got to just keep working, you know. Um, I had, I've been doing this music stuff for a long time, and this is the first time that uh, I've been <clears throat> acknowledged in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this year has been really good uh, for my brand. And, you know, it's just, that's just scratching the surface. So for all the artists that's looking to get out here, you know, just, 
is get out here. Be confident. Don't be arrogant. That know the difference between confidence and arrogance, because you know at this level we all trying to we all trying to make something. We all trying to get somewhere, you know. And just because you know you might have a thousand views and this other person only got ten views, that don't make you a better artist than them. Right. You know. Yeah. So just be be self aware, you know, and and collaborate. Another thing I would say is collaborate. Don't be afraid to collaborate with people. You know, you can look at it as a healthy competition if you want to. But me, I always want to try to make the best record. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to collaborate with an artist like, yeah, man, I'm going to see if his verse better than mine. Like, that that's not the mindset right, that yeah. I got. I just want to make a good record. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, so, yeah, that's another thing. You know, and, you know, just stay stay resilient, man. You know, keep moving. Don't give up. You know, if this is something that you really want to do, don't give up. Keep going. We're all in hyper-competitive mindsets, but learning, but getting into a place where you unlearn that and just sort of like take everything as growth and learning, you know, makes this whole music thing, you know, this podcasting in my case, um, just whatever creative outlet you do, makes it a lot less stressful mm -hmm. for sure all right rich p um man uh we had a great talk today oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah man selfie video um okay. yeah dude so we had a great talk about your music about the scene about films about you know just covered the a lot future, of the future bunch of other things yeah getting lost in it yeah, man, we uh, covered a lot of good ground here. So tell me what keeps you up at night. Uh, making beats um, and watching movies. Uh, mainly, last night it was making beats. Yeah. Tonight it might be watching movies. Yeah, I guess switch <laughs> off, you know. Yeah, go every other night. Yeah. What puts you to sleep, though? Uh, knowing that I've accomplished something and I've been productive. Rock on, man. That's that's real. Mm -hmm. Same here, dude. It's All been right, on the man. show, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having you me. You bet. Shout out Mr. Nice Guy. Shout out Cactus Club. Shout out Ice Ride Management. Shout out Ritual Media, baby. Shout All out Breaking and Entering. Yeah. Much love, y'all. Hey, you got it. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Check out Rothstein's Streaming Everywhere. We'll see you next time.